Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Sports Moles Football Shorts, aka the Liverpool title winning after party, Matt. <laughs> yes, that's right. Liverpool have finally, finally ended their 30 year wait uh, to be crowned champions of England, courtesy of Chelsea's victory um, over Manchester City, which means Liverpool did it in record time. The Chelsea win over Man City was something neither myself nor Matt actually predicted. We both went for a Man City win in that game. Um, but I suppose some consolation, Matt, for you after Liverpool winning the title must be that you've extended your lead in that last round. You're now 10 points ahead in that prediction competition. Yeah, 10 points is a decent a decent total, I, I should imagine. But not obviously there's a lot of games left to come. But I think it was a weird week for us, wasn't it, prediction-wise? There was a lot of results that weren't really expected, especially Arsenal winning. I think that was a big one. And obviously the, the Chelsea City game. That, that surprised me, to be honest. I, I really did fancy City. Like I think you mentioned the point. It suits the technical teams, doesn't it, in games like this. And don't get me wrong, Chelsea are a, a really good team. But yeah, I was a little bit surprised by City's performance. Obviously, the first goal was not great at all, was it? And uh, yeah, the penalty was... Uh, I would say it was debatable. I tried to have a, say earlier it was debatable, but you know, it was what it was. And yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool won it. No chance was that debatable, that penalty. Um, we, we didn't actually get any right on Thursday between us. We got the results and score lines all wrong on Thursday. Mm. Um, and as much as I could talk about Liverpool winning the title all day, we do have to crack on with the next round of fixtures. And that kicks off on Saturday. It's an FA Cup-affected weekend. Um, so there's only one game on Saturday. That's a Midlands derby between Aston Villa and Wolves. How do you see that one going, Matt? Yeah, it's a big game, and it really, really big game. Obviously, Villa coming in off a, a good point against Newcastle, which is what they needed and uh, Wolves fancied them heavily didn't we I think we both said 3-0 against Bournemouth just the one but obviously it's still it's still three points but you'd, you'd have to look at Wolves and probably fancy them but I've just got a sneaky feeling for Villa like I've taken a point in this game I, I find it difficult to back Villa to win but obviously what's at stake the fact that Villa really really need the points and, and they were pretty good pretty good at Newcastle last time out I actually fancy a 1-1 a draw here it's an interesting one because Villa really are running out of time now They're, they've got a really tough fixture list coming up um, but they've been much better at home this season than away. So even though Wolves are not an easy game, this is these are the type of games that they're probably going to need to pick up points in now between now and the end of the season because you know it doesn't get any easy for them fixture-wise. Having said that, Wolves are at the very top of the form table at the moment. Aston Villa, are, only Bournemouth have um, picked up fewer points over the last six Premier League games. So going with the form book, Wolves should cruise this one. And I'm backing Wolves to win it 2-1. Um, so yeah Wolves victory for me there to keep up their Champions League push um, there's also only one game on the Sunday and that's Watford versus Southampton how do you see that one going Matt? Yeah another, another big one isn't it obviously at the bottom what Watford you know really really need the points don't they coming in off here off a 1-0 defeat to Burnley which I feel really really disappointed Nigel Pearson you know losing that game and Southampton the same as well I was I was slightly surprised that by their performance against Arsenal Arsenal did a lot right in the game, but not a bit toothless from Southampton, to be honest. They expected a little bit more. So, obviously, both coming into it really, really need the points. But I'm actually expecting a really uneventful game. I've actually gone for a nil-nil. I think both teams, would a point be the worst result in the world for either? Probably not. Watford, obviously, will, will want the points. But I think both managers will be keen not, not to lose that after both losing last time out. So, yeah, I've gone for, a, unfortunately, quite a dull nil-nil here. Yeah, Southampton different difficult team to call at times, and Watford have been this season because there was that initial improvement under Pearson, and they showed in the win over Liverpool they can beat any team in the league when they're at their best. Um, but I've, I'm also going for a draw in this one. But I'm going for a few goals. I'm going for one all between these two sides. Um, Monday again, just one game. That's Crystal Palace versus Burnley. 
Uh, Crystal Palace obviously on the end of that heavy defeat um, against Liverpool at Anfield last time out, but they were in great form before that. They're in good form at home. Burnley by contrast, you know, the speculation over Sean Dyche's future. They obviously got a good 1-0 win over Watford, um, but I can see them being on the e the other end of a 1-0 win here. I'm going Crystal Palace to just edge it in this game. Yeah, I've gone Crystal Palace as well. Slightly different scoreline. I've gone for a 2-1 home win here. Like you mentioned, obviously the speculation. Burnley last time out, good good win and stuff, but the speculation surrounding obviously Dyche's future, etc. And they did lost 5-0, didn't they, in Manchester City in their last away game. So... Palace would be keen to get back to winning ways. Obviously, losing at Liverpool, it's, you know, it was always going to be a tough game. I expected it to be a little bit closer than it was, but going to Liverpool, obviously, their their home record is is sensational, and obviously, now won the title. But Palace were in really good form, as you, as you alluded to before that. So, uh, yeah, two one home win for me here. Two one to Matt in that one. Um, okay, moving on to Tuesday again, just the one game. Manchester United in action. Uh, they were impressive against Sheffield United. A huge victory for them. Anthony Martial getting that hat trick. Um, Pogba and Fernandez starting together. Rashford getting two assists. Um, there's a lot for United fans to be excited about at the moment. Brighton, by contrast, you know, still down there in the relegation battle. They're not as vulnerable as other teams in there, so they, they don't need the points quite as much just yet. But if they keep on losing, then they'll get dragged into that battle. Um, obviously, last time out, you know, they, they, they got a good point away to Leicester, which will go down well. But for me, I can see United winning this one 2-0. Yeah, that's actually gone exactly the same in this one, a 2-0 as well. Like you mentioned, I think it's been really good in it for Brighton since they came back four points against Arsenal and Leicester, which is probably not what they would have expected coming into that. Obviously, into the up time after the lockdown period thing, we've got really three tough games here. But like you mentioned, United, I thought, I thought they were excellent at the Tottenham in the second half, to be honest, carried that into the Sheffield United game. Sheffield United obviously missing, as we mentioned, two, probably their two best players in my opinion. But I thought United were very good. You know, Martial come with a hat-trick. I think Rashford needs a goal. He's had a couple of chances now, missed a couple, missed one at Tottenham as well. But um, yeah, I would be surprised if they didn't pick up all three points in this one, to be honest. Obviously, the, the result, Chelsea City, was a double whammy for United because not only did Chelsea win, it obviously handed Liverpool the title and obviously got some catch-up to play. Obviously, fifth might be good enough because of City's ban, but they won't be want to take any chances with that and certainly be aiming for fourth. So, uh, yeah, an away win 2-0, same as you. Um, OK, moving on to Wednesday. Arsenal versus Norwich is the first game on Wednesday. Obviously, it's a big game for both clubs. Arsenal they still probably have outside aspirations of qualifying for Europe, maybe even the Champions League next season, having finally returned to winning ways. Um, against Southampton after a dreadful start after lockdown. Norwich come into that game, bottom of the table, six points adrift of safety. They've got an FA Cup game um, against Manchester United on Saturday, um, but their Premier League hopes look increasingly slim. How do you see that one going, Matt? Yeah, it's a tough game for Norwich. I think the fact they come in, obviously there's going to be some rotation in the squad, isn't it? It'll be very interesting to see the team selection for the United game, obviously with one eye on Arsenal and I think with the greatest respect to Norwich, it's a really good game for Arsenal, isn't it? Or especially coming in off that good win over Southampton, getting back-to-back -back wins would be, you know, really good for them in the Premier League. And it's like I mentioned, I don't mean it in a, in a horrible way, but it is a nice game because Norwich obviously had lots of problems this season. So uh, yeah, I, I expect a really comfortable home win. To be honest, I've gone three-nil, and that obviously will, will you know, put Arsenal in a much better position. Yep, I've gone exactly the same for that. I think Arsenal looked, you know, something back to what we saw pre-lockdown. Um, against Southampton, okay, they needed uh, they needed a mistake, and Southampton had a man sent off. Um, but you know, at home you'd back them against the Norwich side, who just look destined for the championship at the moment. So I'm also going three nil in that one. 
Um, also down at the bottom, along with Norwich, are Bournemouth. They're still in the relegation zone um, on goal difference as things stand. They host Newcastle on Wednesday. It's another interesting match. Newcastle were held by Aston Villa, another team down there with Bournemouth um, in the relegation zone at the moment. And I can see Newcastle being held to another draw here. Bournemouth, it's a difficult one, really. They've, they've got the players probably capable of getting out of this, but I'm finding it hard to back them at the moment. They're in such poor form. One point from their last six league games. I can see them getting another point here but I can't see them beating Newcastle. Yeah, I've got to come for a draw as well, a 1-1 here, obviously. Like you mentioned, Bournemouth are a strange team. Like you say, they've got so many you know, talented individual players, but they concede a lot of goals, don't they? And scoring's been you know, a bit of a problem this season. Losing 18 in their 31 Premier League games is obviously a lot. And obviously, they're, they're, they're still only a point, you know, not even a point, sorry, they're level with West Ham in terms of points and just obviously in the relegation zone on goal difference. So they're in still, it's obviously still in a pretty okay position in terms of staying up but you know Newcastle I've liked what I've seen from them since they come back you know obviously drawing with Villa a good win over Sheffield United so uh, struggling to separate them on this occasion and gone for a 1-1 here yep there's an interesting um, battle at Goodison Park as well Everton face Leicester Leicester uh, really dropped off in form at the moment um they haven't fared well and Chelsea are really catching them now and they might be beginning to look over their shoulder now. Leicester, Manchester United and Wolves as well. Looks like top five might be good enough for Champions League football but there's six teams right in there close. There's, there's six points adrift of Leicester at the moment but Leicester need to start picking up points um, and Everton have been they've been alright since coming back. Obviously a draw against Liverpool and then edging past Norwich so I can see them getting something out this game. I've gone for a one-all draw. Yeah, I was, I was thinking 1-1 to be honest, but I've actually gone for Everton, uh, a 2-1 win here. Like you mentioned, Leicester, a little bit concerned maybe looking over their shoulder. Obviously, six points is still, you know, at this stage, a, a really good, you know, cushion to have over Manchester United. But they certainly be, you know, a little bit, you know, wary of, of recent results. I don't think they play well at all against Brighton, not particularly well against Watford either, to be honest. And Everton, like you mentioned, a couple of really good results. Obviously, a point against Liverpool and a 1-0 win at Norwich so uh, I expect it's a really tight game and it should be an exciting game with two teams that obviously like to like to get the ball down and play but uh, 2-1 Everton here okay and um, there's a London derby to cap off Wednesday's action West Ham versus Chelsea Chelsea obviously coming into it off the back of that Manchester City victory Matt um, they're in pole position to get fourth how do you see that match going yeah, that was a really big win, I think, wasn't it? Obviously, a lot of the talk after the game is about, you know, obviously the result handing Liverpool the league, but really, really big result, isn't it, for Chelsea? Especially after Manchester United won. United have probably been thinking, oh, yeah, perhaps some dropped points here for Chelsea. But now won their last four and going against the West Ham side, who you just have to fear for them, don't you? They, they obviously lost it. Lost against Tottenham and lost against Wolves since they came back. Lost the last three in the Premier League now. So I find it bit difficult to be honest to, to predict anything other than a Chelsea win so I've gone 2-0 Chelsea here I've also gone for a Chelsea victory in this one I've gone 2-1 I fancy West Ham to get a goal but as you say it's, it's really difficult to back them at the moment they, they've got the players as we've said about other teams but West Ham probably more than anyone they've got the players to stay yeah. in the division and to even cause Chelsea a lot of problems but I'm going for a 2-1 Chelsea victory um, on to Thursday and there's Sheffield United versus Tottenham which is another big game in terms of the European battle one point separates them in the table Tottenham now above Sheffield United because they have a win over, over uh, West Ham how do you see that one going Matt? Yeah not like you mentioned another, another big game obviously Sheffield United back to back 3-0 defeat you know slightly concerning obviously missing you know I've just mentioned it before you know obviously two big players against Manchester United but you know they, they play Arsenal don't they in the in the FA Cup so it, coming in off that game it's another big game against the Tottenham side who 
you know, I've, I've played pretty well, you know, pretty well against West Ham, did okay in the first half, I thought against Manchester United, perhaps a little bit fortunate to, to take a point in the end, in my opinion, but again, I, I've gone for a draw here, he can make a case, you know, Tottenham will be looking to win that game, I think, especially after Sheffield United's problems since they've come back, but um, a low scoring 1-1 draw here for me. Yeah, well, Sheffield United, you mentioned their problems there. I've gone for them to lose another game here. Obviously, back-to-back 3-0 defeats. Um, the 0-0 draw against Aston Villa when they were robbed by a ghost goal, but obviously they still haven't scored a legal goal since they came back. And I can see that drought continuing here with Tottenham back up to their full complement. Harry Kane now back, back among the goals again. Um, I'm going for a 1-0 Tottenham win. That Thursday night also sees the, the big game um, of the game week and it's Manchester City welcoming newly crowned champions Liverpool to the Etihad. There'll be a guard of honour for Liverpool. Um, oh, it's a fascinating contest, isn't it? It's, it? Man City, they haven't really got anything tangible left to fight for. They might not even be allowed in the Champions League next season. The title is now officially gone. Um, they will just all be building up to, to the Champions League. So obviously they're without the injured Aguero yet. But they're the type of team who, you know, will take personal offence to being dethroned and having to give Liverpool a guard of honour. So there could also be, you know, a fight back from them of sorts. Liverpool will be absolutely flying, whether, you know, the celebrations and whether they ease off after winning the title, which could only be natural. But, you know, Jurgen Klopp wouldn't let a side do that. So I can see a really, really good, entertaining match in this one. And I can't back against Liverpool in their first game as champions. So I'm going for a 3-2 Liverpool win. Quirky, yeah. No, I've, I've actually gone City here, to be honest. A, a 2-1 home win, obviously, like you mentioned, the guard of honour is... That's not ideal, is it, to be honest? It just had to be that game, didn't it? City obviously were hoping that Chelsea would have done them a favour and you know if they'd have beat Liverpool next week, obviously I'm not saying they'd have, you know, by any stretch of the imagination, turned it round, but it just delaying the inevitable for a little while. But, you know, City lost eight games this season, eight Premier League games, actually the same as Manchester United, talk about the criticism they've had, you know, it's more than it's more than Wolves, it's the same as Arsenal, you know, it, it's a lot of games, isn't it, eight from 31 for the champions, obviously a lot of problems for them to iron out, but, you know, De Bruyne was fantastic again the other night, wasn't he, and there'll be a lot of players, I think, keen to make a point, and the fact they are at home probably makes me lean towards City a little bit, so yeah, it's a really interesting game, as you mentioned, but I've actually just gone for a very narrow 2-1 City win. 2-1 to City well yeah that promises to be a mouth-watering contest really I, I for one cannot wait for it um, but wait we must as the Premier League shares the spotlight with the FA Cup this week and then weekend and it's also a huge weekend in the Championship with the top four all facing each other it's the last weekend of the Bundesliga season another big weekend in Spain too um, we'll have news, previews and features covered for all of those games and more over on sportsmail.co.uk um, and we'll be back next week for game week 33 predictions so tune in again then